0: hello and welcome back to the Flix forum podcast with jesse and mj where each episode we go back and look at a netflix original film in the order of release this is our 23rd day of podmas where we have an episode every day in the lead up to christmas today we have netflix 71st film it's the 2018 Japanese American crime drama thriller film The Outsider. It's directed by Martin Zanvalit. It stars Jared Leto, Tadanobu Asano, Kapai Shiana, Rory Cochrane, Shiori Kutsana, and Emil Hirsch. Hi, and we have Simon back two days in a row. I know, thank you very <laughs> almost much. almost forgot to put you back so, in. <laughs> it was I'm such too, a good intro. Yeah. You looked up and
1: you're like, oh shit, there's another guy here.
0: I was, <laughs> <laughs> I was so focused on not screwing up the names. You did, good, like, you did a good job. O. Good to have two days in a row.
2: Yeah. Fourth day of Podmas for you. It is, it is. And it's helping me get through to Christmas. It's exciting. So close yeah. now. So close. But, um, so close. So tomorrow. It's always it's Christmas Eve. we yeah, releasing yeah. our
1: Christmas Eve episode tomorrow. Yeah. yeah so.
2: It's fun to, to be back on my favourite movie podcast that focuses on Netflix originals. so it's
1: <laughs> yeah, really yeah, good. That's we are one of the best. <laughs> yeah, that, that was very specific. I was like, that's pretty nice. We focus <laughs> no, on Netflix favorite. originals in chronological order of release. <laughs> going to say my favourite movie podcast. I was like, oh,
2: that's pretty nice. And he's like,
1: ah. So was like, well, nah,
2: it is. Yeah. It's, the only, it's the only one worth listening
0: to. So. Ah, <laughs> oh, good. All right. Well, we have The Outsider today and we start our show off with our fast flicks where we do our short little thoughts about this film, MJ. Your turn to start. Yeah, let's
1: do it. Um, A Godfather-esque tale of a Japanese turf war based in 1950s Osaka as an ex-military American makes ties with one of the families.
0: Nice. Good summary. was, wasn't it? I felt good about (laughs) this (laughs) one. IMDB? It's a good one. Nah, it's better than IMDB. What are you
2: you thinking? Uh, uh, An ex-military American finds himself deeply involved with the Yakuza family in Osaka post-World War II. With almost no regard for himself or his actions, he gets in too deep with no way out, but it seems clear that this is the life
0: he craves and maybe actually doesn't want to. Hmm. Good. Mm. Mine is a white American engages himself in the Japanese crime world.
2: Hmm. I feel like I'm probably doing too much
1: on, on my fuss fix. No, like, not, not at all. <laughs> fuss
0: fix is all about how you want to do it. It's, it's always good to have some different ideas to sort of pump us up about the discussion, pick up on things yeah, that we well, know. it's Yeah, well, um, first off, I, I'm just
2: happy that I watched the right movie after I watched this one. It's like, are you sure you watched The right The Outsider? <laughs> is there a there's, there's a couple of movies called The Outsider. Oh, okay, are they on Netflix though? I don't know. I was just I was playing games with <laughs> <Yeah. and> Simon. <laughs> but I'm happy to say that This one is about uh, if my flies fix it. How bad would that have been if you had heard ours and you were like, "Crap!"
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've got the comedy from (laughs) year (laughs) two (laughs) thousand. All right. Well, uh, we start our show where we have a chat about anything that we've learnt about the film that we are checking out, and who's who's learnt something. I like to learn things. This was tough. It's tough. I didn't. I didn't find a lot. I. I, They started filming
1: in September twenty sixteen. Yep. Um they finished filming in December 2016 in in Tokyo and Osaka. Um So November 16 of that same year, so during the filming, is when Netflix entered negotiations with Bloom and AFM to acquire the global rights to the film. Um, I don't know if that's actually when they picked it up because that's all I found that's reported when they started discussing it, but it looks like they've started filming this movie and Netflix came on board during that. Yep. Um Probably one of the more interesting things is that Tom Hardy, Michael Fassbender and Jeremy Renner were all considered for the title role before Jared Leto yeah. actually signed on. Um, which, yeah. I, we'll talk about that when we get to characters because Leto obviously brings a very specific performance to this. So
0: Sure does. So the, I guess, as usual, we're going to spoil the film. This You need to sort of... I don't know if you need to, but one of the things that I was like, okay, Yakuza... I looked it up early. I just needed to. Oh, like what's what's yeah. the like? And it's obviously crime gangs in Japan, sort of things like. Is it the, like the like mafia? A Japanese, Japanese, Japanese gangsters. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I thought that was kind of important context. To it.
1: I, I looked that up as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it's it's borrows a lot from these things called the Yakuza papers, um, which I'm not sure what they are. But right. I think they're actual like sort of stories about things that actually happen. Whereas like, obviously, so this, this film's based on things that did happen, but not a specific story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, tough to find anything on this one.
1: Tough. Yeah, it was.
0: So it was filmed in uh, Japan. Yep. So it's got the actual location released in March, 2018. Yep. I didn't have a Netflix percentage match for this one. I did. You did. What 81%. Did you- oh, wow. Yeah. It's not bad. Not bad at all pretty high yeah it is it is yeah uh anything else that we've got or should we look at some consensus
1: um all i've got is that jared leto grew out his hair and his beard <laughs> yeah. for most of the most of the year to prepare for that role um dedicated it is and it doesn't surprise me uh and it worked because he looked just like a prisoner of war <laughs> <laughs> um and then he looked really nice and
0: clean when he cut it well, off. You know, you <laughs> sort of combed it back put a bit of gel in it um What's the consensus on this one? What have you got? got? Uh,
1: IMDB was a 6.3 out of 10 off 17,000 ratings. That's a pretty high amount of ratings. Yep. Letterboxd, two and a half out of five from just over 4,000
0: ratings. Mm. Um, Did you look up our favorite Rotten Tomatoes? I did. Uh, It didn't have a consensus. Not enough critical reviews. Come on, Rotten Tomatoes. I only had 23 reviews and it sits on 17%. Wow. Mm. That's terrible. Very different to the audience. The audience was on sixty eight percent on a yeah. bit over seven hundred. Um and ninety percent of Google users like this film, apparently. <laughs> Our favourite we have no idea what it means. Google users <laughs> love movies. That's <laughs> Good, they that, do. that's
1: what we take out of it. Rotten Tomatoes sucks,
0: we take that out of it as well. Yeah, so not a bit of a yeah, big difference between what the critics are saying and what the audience is saying, I guess, is probably what you take out of that. Yeah, absolutely. Which
1: Netflix wouldn't give, give. shits about the critics. Exactly. They go eyeballs and that's all they want.
0: Exactly. All right, well, time to talk about some characters. Well, what did you think of the film before you do that? Oh, sorry. Yeah, good pickup. <laughs> Early thoughts on the film. No, you well, know. no, I, I I missed that one. Um, maybe that's why I'm in such a rush to get through this because <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this film was slow. It was slow. It was, very slow. it was a tough slog, and I did not find Leto engaging one little bit. And when your main character does not engage you, it makes it really hard to enjoy a film.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. Like, I, in a sense, I found myself getting into this movie at times. Yeah. And then there'd be this 10 or 15 minute sequence that just slowed things down and stopped me from getting into it again. Um, I actually didn't mind the film, but I definitely drifted in my engagement levels of it. Simo. Yeah, I think if you're
2: fascinated in lot of like, the Japanese culture and the, the stories around the Yakuza underworld and the kind of, the families and, I guess, slicing people up, then <laughs> uh, the movie hits the mark. Um, but in some way, I thought there was some, some quite um, engaging and well-shot um, scenes, especially when there's, I guess, the the violent um, engagements between the family. But again, yeah, other than that, sometimes the, it was hard to kind of follow the story and kind of stick with it. But I think, I... I, I liked a lot of the japanese kind of references and culture and try to pick up on some of the yeah, agreed and was, stuff that, so that was I, I enjoyed that i bit. got some issues with those but we can talk about that a bit later did you oh, did i
0: say that i enjoy
2: someone's that they might be on the nose is that
0: no no i just i've issued like it was like they decided let's pick every little bit of japanese culture that people would know about Let's like, just stick it in the film for, for a reason so people can be like oh this is in japan sumo wrestling sumo wrestling saki um, geishas is like Let's just put all these Little things Swords oh, pe- oh They use swords in Japan Oh You know 1950s Japan I reckon all those things Are pretty prominent though Yeah okay.
1: Like as if you, I, I can imagine people Doing deals at the sumo wrestling I can imagine them Drinking sake Like well, so, my... so
0: what's the story about then Is the story about This character Nick That you're following Or is the story That's a great about, question Or is this is it meant to be about What's happening in Japan At that time I, I Think it's supposed to be About Nick okay, But I goes. wasn't as into yeah. that as I was the actual, the other stuff, yeah. yeah. So if the story is meant to be about Nick, then I think it I, was. I stand I, by what I say about everything else, but, but it, it can
1: be it can be both. Like you can make this film and not deliberately. Um, you, they wouldn't actively sit there and think, "No, no, this has to be all about Nick." Uh, they're they're yeah. creating a story and creating characters outside of that. Yeah, I, I, it had so many plot parallels to The Godfather. It was crazy. Like this was like the Japanese Godfather mm. with like the the feuding families on the turf war trying to coexist. Um, Everything about it, and and was once I started thinking that, it just got even more and more obvious. Like every time I pick something up, which makes me just makes me think two things that maybe uh, Japanese gangsters or gangsters in general just do similar things. Um, I know Godfather's obviously based on a book; it's not a real um, historical accuracy, but I don't know. It's just something about it that was just like I think they're trying to make the Japanese Godfather. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think. Given that the movie's called The
2: Outsider, you know, it's meant to be about Nick, but I found myself, you know, I'm more invested in the world that Nick is trying to kind of become, you know, involved in rather than how he kind of does it. I think the more interesting plot points were around the you know, the family crime, you know, and how they're fighting for territory and the how, you know, both leaders of the two kind of main families that we focus on the the movie, you know, one's kind of passed away and their family's Mm. kind of Old you know, school versus new school. Yeah, so that kind of, you plot points rather than Nick.
1: Yeah. I, will, I didn't like the title though. Yeah. Okay. And I think that also was to do, it's just a dull title, firstly. Yeah. But secondly, and there's, there's multiple titles called The Outsider, as we yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But secondly, you kind of always knew that he was going to have trouble fitting in because of the title. Every time you thought, ah, he's in now, you're like, oh, no, the movie's called The Outsider, so there's always going to be these issues with it.
0: I don't know, it didn't work, didn't like it. Well, it's segue into Nick as a character yeah because I didn't yeah I didn't see him as an outsider throughout a lot of the film I felt like he was in the crew most of the time yeah true yeah but he was obviously the main reason for what happened at the end
1: correct so because he was a, a, Gai, a Gaijin is that what they, call it? Gaijin, the, they kept calling him that I think it's, it's Japanese for foreigner foreigner oh, no, yeah. which makes me yeah. think yeah, it's probably Japanese for outsider really
0: possibly yeah what else what,
1: what else have you got to say about I think about Jared Leto brings this sociopathic eeriness to this role that may not have been there on the page. Um, I constantly wanted to know more about this character's backstory. Mm-hmm. Um, and they briefly mentioned his time in the army, but that didn't come anywhere near close enough to satisfying me. Um, so here I'm trying to figure out this guy who doesn't really give you much to figure out. But So Nick, Nick's drawn to violence, right? He's drawn to that action and the excitement. It, it, it's, it's normal to him. It's like breathing for him, being part of these violent schemes. Um, and I don't think he's necessarily paying a debt or showing loyalty to this family initially. I think he just likes this stuff. And and I, that's why I just couldn't quite figure him out. But you do see growth in him. Um, and there's probably two times where you can pinpoint that is when he approaches um, Kiyoshi... Kyoshi to tell him that his sister's pregnant. Yeah. And he says, are you the top man to just leave her with a child? And he was like, I don't know. And to me, that was such a candid honest response. Cause I'm like, I don't reckon this character even knows if he would do that. So when he said that, I thought that was great. Cause that was kind of who he was, but that conversation with Kyoshi slowly sort of shifts um, him to that loyalty. And the, the second time is when Kyoshi dies and he realizes the loyalty that he had to him. And it's kind of reflected in his actions for the rest of the film. But I, I, I see that growth, but it's where he starts that I, I can never quite figure out how he got to that point. You know, because he, he's he's a sociopath, yeah, and he's he's really strange. Like I don't know.
0: Yeah, you need to me. You needed some kind of background as to why he didn't want to go home.
1: Yeah. Well, he didn't care, did he? He no. was just. And why
0: was he in jail? Yeah, the, uh, yeah, big questions you've got. Like obviously, it's something from the fallout of the war. You don't know what he did, but yeah, you needed some sort of understanding as to. Where this guy comes from, to understand where he's trying to go, or what he's trying to avoid, or yeah. um, what's going on, and it reminded me very much of yesterday. It reminded me of Mute. Reminded like I thought straight up, I was like, this guy's he barely speaks. Yeah, it's a similar yeah. sort of character, and like without that, it's, he's creepy. It's, he's creepy. It's tough to get this gauge on this character whether you want him to succeed when you don't know anything about him and you don't actually have a an understanding of his motivations. Mm. But, but, yeah, that's why I struggled with him a little bit. Which is why there's also a lot to
1: talk about with him because you're trying to unpack these boxes that you don't know what's inside them Mm.
2: shimmy because i have the same i question marks like was he in debt to the family obviously they've kind of helped him get out of prison because he helped um kiyoshi yeah Yeah. um but it, it didn't feel like he was doing any actions because he was in debt because he was leaping so quickly to to kind of be a part of the world and do the things Above and beyond what you'd think he probably even needed to to kind of satisfy, because um, every time they wanted him to do something for the Uchiha family, it felt like he was going further than yeah, he probably yeah. needed to. Um, but it was it was just so quick to do. He was everything. Even like the scene with like his sister, like just very so quick to to um, try to, to take act, her yeah. to bed. Yeah. Um, and I just had his temper. Like I I almost feel like what, what the word is for, you know, someone who's attracted to danger and, um, he's very calm
0: about it though. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's his business, right? That's what I mean.
2: Like it it was almost like this like kind of psychotic, um, Mm. thing that he had, like where he's attracted to like, you know, the thrill seek, but he has no consequences or no feeling to, to the effect that he's having on. Yeah. He doesn't,
1: he doesn't
0: look like he's getting this big rush from it. It's just like, got to do it. We'll do it and so to me that's sort of highlighted in that scene where his his mate from the army rocks up and he takes him back to his house what the hell and he just kills him yeah like I, you know you're trying to think of a reason okay maybe he doesn't want him to go back and say look I've seen this guy all that sort of stuff but that's an extreme way of you know preventing that from happening insanely yeah. extreme well that's where my question mark had on the jail because he
2: his conversation with Emil Hirsch the character who was um his ex-military partner whatever yeah. like that um it completely flipped when he said, you know, I'm how about sure, I tell right. about, you know, the people back there that, right. you know, you've got someone who's... Yep. Um, I don't know if AWOL... Again, well, yeah. I don't, we don't know the backstory, did but... Did he think he was dead?
1: Is it, Was it the story? Because I thought... Um, did he say something like, oh, you're alive or something?
2: Love, yeah. He definitely said that at the
0: start, yeah, but yeah. I'm not sure if that's he presumed sure dead yeah. or... Oh, we wow, just I'm haven't seen him for a while. while. Yeah. But like the... Yeah. Because the, conscript, the conscription part of the wars." would have been done by then it was literally they were there rebuilding the country after 56 50, 50, or 54, 54, it? 54, yeah, 54 yeah whatever yeah. whatever like that's you know yeah. 10 years after so it's the rebuild, rebuild rebuild stage and you see that you know with that American guy who's using all the steel and all that sort of stuff so I don't understand why he wouldn't feel safe to go home
1: no I don't but I don't think he's there's embarrassed anything, there's or, anything uh, at home. Yeah. I, 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 he must have done something right. Yeah. Something's happened. And you
0: need to know that. Felt, I agree. I th- yeah. th-
1: even a late reveal yeah. would have been nice or whatever. I agree. And I mean, he says quite early on, he's like, I don't speak
2: Japanese. But you find out this he kind of does This got me speak Japanese. So my thing was that he was very invested in, in Japan. I'm not sure if something happened during the war. But obviously there's scenes where um, people, you know talk quite you know poorly about the japanese people and he's very quick to defend Defend, and i don't think that came with his
1: process of becoming part of the family it felt like that was there very early yeah it was already there yeah the language thing initially i thought it was it worked well because we obviously as an audience got the subtitles so it kind of felt like we were privy to things that he wasn't and i liked sort of peeping behind the curtain but then I got really confused about how much Japanese he did know, because a lot of the time he would converse in Japanese, and sometimes he wouldn't, and yeah, that was really strange.
0: Hmm. Uh, who have you got down next? Kiyoshi. Yeah. Kiyoshi. All right. What are, What are your thoughts on Kiyoshi? I don't know. Like he was just really strong, respectful,
1: wise, worldly character. And I think from the moment you meet him, you know that he's wired
0: a little bit differently to everybody else. Um, he took Nick on as like his own little prodigy almost. For sure. Um, and, you know, it was quite quick to defend him or look out for him or protect really him. really was. You know, didn't crack it about being with his sister. Yeah, yeah he was He was an understanding sort of guy. He was
1: understanding. He was, re- he was really results driven though. And Nick was a guy that got results. So I can see why that worked for them. Um, I think killing off Kyoshi probably helped allow that final sequence to happen. Because I don't see a world where that happens when he's around. Um, just because he's got that careful eye and some of the things some of the mistakes they made in the end were, were, were really bl- big blunders that yeah. probably wouldn't have made with him around so it made sense to kill him off as well yeah like I found he was like
2: kind of that balance to the family when you had obviously the Orochi kind of character yeah. who you know wanted to take the family one way and um, the head of the family obviously being what you said in terms of still the old school like yeah. wanting to do things very into kind of the tradition and respect and kiyoshi was kind of that you know like balance uh, of the two to kind of good call yeah. bring yeah. in um nick and we we felt kind of early because it felt obviously nick saved him um when he was dying in prison saved that, him but was, also
1: like yeah. what else would you have done you know <laughs> like, didn't really give him a chance. <laughs> He's like, hey, mate, I'm going to commit suicide, but I need you to call for the guards. And he did it. It's like, oh, mate, thank you so much for saying that. Nah, no, but
2: life. before when, because he was being hung. Yeah, I know. Um, but I guess, and they, they say, like, you know, you don't owe, if you're trying to bring in Nick to his family because you feel like you owe him something, like, that's wrong. Like, you don't owe him anything. Yeah, yeah. Um, but obviously, he felt like it was more
0: than that. He connected with Nick and seemed... I guess he was just lucky that he ended up in his cell. Otherwise, um... Yeah. Weird decision, wasn't <laughs> yeah. it? Like, the, the fact that he
1: been saved gone, him yeah. from hanging, and then they're like, oh, let's put you two together. Yeah. And, hey, this guy speaks English. That's handy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Alright, who have you got next? Aroki. Aroki. Yeah. I didn't think there was ever a moment in this film that you thought he wasn't going to turn at some stage.
1: That was the thing!
0: <laughs> 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 he was always in the background, like, trying to cause trouble... Annoy Nick, just... <laughs> I thought he was going to be a red herring. Yeah, it, I was thinking When they're her, looking yeah. for a traitor, they're like, well, it's obviously not him, because that's way
1: too obvious. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, you're not <laughs> trying to fool me. No, like, he was. It's right in front of <laughs> you. Yeah. I, I also just didn't quite buy into his jealousy. Like, he hated Nick from the very start. And Kiyoshi never betrayed him enough to force him to the length that he went to. Like, basically killing that entire family and yeah. cutting their head off and... Like, he, I, d- I don't know why he did all that. They didn't really set that up. Like, early on, he, he ignores that. Kyoshi ignores that advice when he says, send Nick, you know, you can send Nick home. He's, he's done. And he didn't do it. So maybe that's disrespectful. But that was, like, the only thing I could think of. Because other than that, he told him to go home when he was drunk. Yeah. Oh, mate. Oh, I'm going to blow you guys up because you were rude to me. Like, there wasn't enough reason for him no, to go. The to motivation
0: business. was yeah, lacking.
1: Not at all. There was some, I guess, you'd peek in that he, I
2: think, potentially liked. Um... Yoshi's sister, or well, that was the background potentially. There. Them, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm a, talking yeah. about potentially there was a more a previous story, yeah, like a previous yeah. relationship, and then that obviously jealousy um, was one kind of factor. But
1: he betrayed his whole family. Yeah, right? and I didn't like. That's I think like a
2: lot of his motive were saying, well, "I'm going to portray my family because I've got a new family now, um, and you know they're on board with my ways, and you know we're going to yeah. be successful." But I think it became clear that they weren't really his family he didn't he didn't have the same kind of brotherhood when he went over so yeah yeah
0: the last one i've got is Mew, the sister what what i want to know what what did you guys think of her because i find it hard to verbalize my thoughts um there was a there was a strength of character to her um
1: and that kind of helped her know what she wanted and she could push for what she wanted she was still kind of dictated largely by the men around her, mm. which I think is probably more a sign of the era. Yeah, um, but still had a had a, a strength to character. Otherwise, she really took a shine to Nick like straight away, which don't know why. Yeah, convenient. Yeah, I guess.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think we got we got more of a, an insight to her as a character as the movie went on. I guess when she got opportunities, but. There was, there was very, it was very limited. I think that was like the scene with the tattoo and yeah. stuff like that where her conversations with Nick either, you know, in the bedroom or together that you got some, but outside of that, she was kind of just the sister to the family They needed to be kind of protected and a plot point for, for Nick to kind of have a love interest, I guess. Yeah.
0: I, th- I think that was probably the frustration I had with her was she was the only real female character that was in the film when obviously you've got all these males who are going to have some kind of female character around them. And I get, you know, I know it's a short film, but you need more than one character to sort of see what's going on in their lives. I don't know. I, just, I wanted more than just one. Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. I, I just felt like it was, yeah, like Simon said. It was a bit tacked on. Yeah, tacked on for a love interest and to create more tension in the family.
1: Yeah. I've also want to talk about Aki- Akihiro, who's uh, the father of yep. the yep. old bloke. Yeah. Um, I felt like he still really had his wits about him. Um, the offer from the Saizu was basically to take over their family and... 10% or something they get? was that... No, that was just the, the commercial, the commercial deal. deal. But he when he went to the sumo wrestling and he's like, I'm going to build, I'm going to like protect you basically. You can retire, which you probably can never retire in that kind of world, right? Mm. You can retire and know that nothing's going to happen to you. And then all your family comes over to me. Like, what kind of a deal is that? That's absolute rubbish. Like, as if he would ever um, accept that as a leader of a house or whatever you want to call it. Um, so, I don't, I don't actually think he was to blame in any way for what went down. Because he was set in his ways. like. It's not necessarily old school versus new school as much as it's... This new leader is a selfish, violent man who wants everything and... He's just gonna take it, and he did in the end. Exactly right. Um, I think if anything, his down, the father's downfall was probably his own trust in his own men. Like even when he knew they had a traitor amongst the fold, and why he hugged um, Akira yeah. at the end, I was like, cover, babe. Like, you're get killed. <laughs> But I think, like, I, I think maybe I'm, I'm talking really obvious stuff because I think I was angling that, oh, this is going to be their downfall because he's so old and set in his ways where I don't think it was that at all.
2: I, th- I th- think you're probably,
1: yeah, quite right.
2: But I, I thought it was interesting when they said, obviously the family and kind of wanted to move forward and there's a way to do that with the respect, potentially. But he said, you know, he the, the leader's willing to cut off her fingers and send it to the, the other one to... To kind of make peace, yeah. but he isn't willing to to kind of go in on a deal. So there were some things, and I guess that was because it was the Japanese tradition, and that's what they do. But he was willing to to be civil as long as it was like these are the way it's done yeah. in the past, the policies, yeah. and I don't yeah. want it to change. So I think I think you're right. he like, you didn't because not do the a deals wrong. good. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like yeah. he was and never when, given anything that was actually tempting. He David was happy to negotiate, yeah. and yeah. when yeah. they they said you know we'll, we'll just build a fence around you, kind of thing, and then that was like okay, well obviously we're not in a partnership it's you taking over yeah.
1: so exactly yeah
0: the director's done a couple of films I think this was his first non-danish film though. Mm, I've never heard of any of the other ones nah
1: so he's danish and I, I had a look at all the other ones and they all um, had
0: danish titles <laughs> applause a funny man and land of mine so they were the english, english versions you Yeah, click on them it's, yeah. it's a different title yeah. click on yeah, them it interesting what about the cast I've like I've I've got issues with Jared Leto.
1: Yeah, I, I think he brought something to the role that made him a lot harder to But then I don't know how that how that um, character reads on paper as well, so what's your issues?
0: Um just that he's got like when you cast him you know what sort of performance you're gonna get. So if that's if that's what they wanted then that's okay, I guess. But it would have been. Really?
1: you're you right you know what you're getting with him
0: i don't know maybe uh, I, I just yeah i needed more from him to empathize with him to feel his actions and motivations and even 100%. if and i don't know yeah like, and that i just didn't get that from him and i don't know if it's like you give someone with more facial expressions the role and i'd like him more i don't true. know yeah, yeah true. I, I, felt,
2: know. I felt he was very cold yeah and He's if, if was. it was someone else i think you said, who were the yeah. other people you said? But anyone, oh, yeah. Fassbender, <laughs> Jeremy Renner. Yeah. See, so Fassbender
1: would have been quite interesting. I think. Uh, Tom, Tom Hardy. So Tom Hardy changes the movie completely, almost. Yeah, although Tom Hardy's pretty um, adaptable. Yeah, he could do something like this role.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Scene time. Time to talk about some scenes. Mm. What are some ones that are that we liked as a team, MJ? What What, what are some scenes that you enjoyed?
1: Um, this is not a scene that I necessarily liked, didn't like, but I just want to comment on it. Do you think the opening credits felt like TV credits? I had them as the highlight of the film for me. Did you feel like I felt like I was watching a TV show? Did you? Because they had they yeah. had like the introduction, yeah. and then they just like stopped for the credits, and it was just like this, like a credit scene, like that you would see on a TV show.
0: It yeah. It it remind, yeah, it remind yeah it reminds you of a lot of these. These new sort of streaming shows that put a lot of time and effort into their credits yeah. and, and the messages and the ideas of the characters and what they represent in the in the credits. I thought that like artistically it looked really cool. Yeah, I thought it looked cool too. Yeah. It just
1: it, it felt jerky. Um,
0: yeah, but that's fine.
1: I didn't dislike it. Um, I, I liked it when um, when Nick smashed Rory Cochran's head in with a typewriter. Because this <laughs> is like wow, and as it turns out, he does stuff like that throughout the whole film. But, but that was the first time it but happened. remember he walks in, like, did you kill him? He's
0: like, I oh, know, he'll live. As if he was going to live. Yeah. Like, he was smashed. His yeah. face I had. You yeah, had,
1: had half of his brain hanging
2: out of, the <laughs> yeah. of his head. He's like, he'll live.
0: I'm like, I, I don't think so. <laughs>
1: um, but that, well, that was good. I enjoyed that. That got me. That's what I was saying. Every now and then, this movie pulled me in. And then the next 10 minutes was just like a bit of a snore fest. So. Um, there was a really good scene where the father is in the tailor. And they obviously try to kill him. Mm. And then it's obviously the scene where Kyoshi dies. That scene was electric.
0: Loved it. I was just the edge of my seat. What did operated. you think of the reaction to Kyoshi dying? Like they're in the backseat of the car. And it literally, it felt like it took him forever to work out that yeah. he'd been shot in the front seat. I, I couldn't figure out that how they didn't get shot. Yeah. Like I was thinking that too, with the people
2: aiming because obviously they're trying to, to kill the lip, but yeah. then they go to the, the car and yeah. they could easily kill Absolutely, the
1: lip. Yeah. Like, oh, we're just going to kill Kyoshi and then leave. Yeah. But that scene where he just they're walking around, is like, beautiful day, isn't it? And it's yeah, like, that was beautiful nice. day. I'm like, what's going on here? And then obviously know, Nick with his, I don't know, supersonic hearing, whatever it is, just pulled back the <laughs> curtain. I was like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. It was really cool. like, could have killed him there quite easily too, realistically. Oh, uh, the old blood. Yeah. Guy. Well, he obviously was just about to. Yeah. Um, and the other thing I liked was that montage flicking between Nick consoling me you, um and them just like murdering all the saizu that was that going was at and yeah really revenge cool, really cool because that was a, the flick of the switch in Nick's character where he's like you know what I'm actually super invested in these guys
0: that's it and the bald guy that, he killed people too Then that's yeah. the, the driver yeah, yeah he was upset about yeah, it he didn't yeah. like doing it <laughs> Yeah, he he did the traditional head. way, didn't yeah.
1: he? He had a weird head. Back of his head was weird head. It was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know
0: how to a... I was referred to him as Baldy in my notes. He yeah. always had like this like owl. Yeah, like kind of, it was like he'd had yeah. like
1: surgery or something, but I think anyway.
0: Alright, Timo, what have you got? Um, I had the
2: scene when um Nick in uh, Kyosu what was that Kyoshi. Kyoshi went to the the gambling kind of ring thing to kind of break it up oh, and take yeah. back. So obviously with that jab of the hut type character, yeah, there was this was still like early days um, with Nick, and I was just we're still trying to figure like out what the relationship was, and it kind of felt like you know Nick was the attack dog kind of for, for, for him, and they've gone up saying, no, you know you need to remember that my family, you know, is, is what runs this stuff, and we take the cut, and Nick kind of you know punches this guy in the throat, but yeah, I think I, it's the, the first f- time you see um, that, no, he's he's not just the the attack dog. Um, for Kyoshi. Kyoshi's getting his hands dirty. This is what he does. Yeah. You know, where he, he kind of stabs him in the neck multiple times. blood <laughs> they went at it. It went at it in that Um so I thought that was um All the killing weird. scenes are graphic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think the montage is but I mean I, I like the kind of the, the sumo wrestling scene. I know it might be a little bit kind of gimmicky where in Japan we'll have a sumo, but I think, you know, this is a place where they can meet and they have to be kind of be on yeah. their best behaviour and they're not allowed to um, do anything in, in respect the to the public, sumo yeah, and the, the public. Sumo, yeah. so. You boys have been to Japan. Did you go watch sumos? It's very hard oh, to okay. go see the sumo. They only have, um, I think, like four like kind of tournament or proper big ones. I and mean, they only really have the one in Tokyo. But oh, right. apparently now what you can do, if you, you pay money to do a tour to kind of go to where they train and kind yeah, of yeah. watch their everyday kind of stuff.
0: But cool. we didn't get to do it. When we there. okay. There's a short film that came out um, on Netflix not that long ago. And it's about the sort of um, this Japanese um, female sumo wrestler and how how they're trying to fight for more rights for female sumos because it, really? it, it, culturally it's a male sport. I don't think I've ever even seen footage of female yeah. sumo yeah, wrestlers. Yeah, it's it's, a sh- it's only about twenty minutes. It's an interesting, quick little watch if you just want to see like the sort of amount of training and effort that they put yeah, into yeah. it. Yeah, oh, That's interesting. Yeah, but yeah. I think like they had the
2: the drums and everything like that <laughs> was it was nice. Um, I thought the tattoo. Thing was kind of cool again that was the f- one of the few scenes where we actually you know got to, to speak to to me a to little Mio, bit yeah. and see but the way they do the tattoos and you know they, they briefly talk about the stories behind them and obviously in jail when you get the shower scenes and stuff you, on, yeah. you go have all the tattoos and yeah. it's just interesting to, to look at some of the background around the Yakuza and hmm. that so it might be a little bit of a like here's Japan kind of thing <laughs> so <laughs> that was just me that was just me no yeah. no I think it's I think it's a good point and maybe it speaks to the movie that a lot of the things that i did enjoy were more about you know, japan but yeah um mm, yeah
0: very good um so i didn't mind at the start when nick's like leaving prison and he's in the back seat of that car and he just winds mm-hmm. the window down and just puts his head out and the camera just stays on him for a bit it's mm-hmm. just like he's um you know smelling that freedom that you know that fresh air and then you know you sort of see that again when he gets this brand new nice spanking sort of room mm-hmm. and he just Pulls the better part to sleep yeah. on the floor like mm-hmm. it's still this adjustment from yeah. obviously however long he's been like we don't know yeah, we don't. I'd like to know but you know, it, know it sort of gives mind. you a little bit of an insight into that so I didn't mind that and <laughs> another graph I didn't <laughs> it seems like they cut the fingers off Yeah, that was pretty full on yeah They was so very full on calm and casual about it so it's just like you just keep cutting them off until the boss tells you to stop yeah basically yeah. that
2: must mean a sharp knife
0: yeah and they
2: make they make they alluded to it what a few scenes earlier or you know yeah, that this yeah. is something that you know yeah. to, guys, to yeah. be a brother and be
0: that you're willing to do that yeah alright well, that's all I've got what are some things that we didn't like MJ uh,
1: well, interestingly I didn't like the, the tattoo scene um, me either I think it was just trying to force that temptation with me because it came like directly after he said, Hey, my, my sister, don't do it off limits. And then next is this like tattoo montage with him and her.
0: Um, and you know, it was really corny, like you know, the, about the fish, the tattoos that they had. And you know, we fight against the current. Sometimes we it's fight important. The current, to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> other times it's important to flow with the river. Like I was like, ugh. But then he
1: also, as soon as he said that what they're facing opposite ways, he's like, Oh, yeah, I know. Know what you mean? Like, I get it. It's like,
0: what
1: the hell? He's a clever guy. Um, he doesn't speak much. They had this standoff on the port early on, where Nick, um, where they obviously searched through the car for the money that Nick had, uh, and Nick kills these two guys, and then the scene just ended, and it like flipped to like that board, back to board the border border meeting yeah. or whatever. It just really annoyed me that that scene just ended. Like it was a pretty cool scene and he killed these two guys and he goes, oh, where's the, whatever he wants and the guy's like, I don't know, scene end. Like, I was like, you can't just do that, it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> um, and then the, the other one is, as if his army mate would agree to have a drink with him after that, like, initial disrespect, he's just like, nah, I'm not gonna, I don't want to catch up with you and then he's like, oh, I'm gonna tell everyone, he's like, actually, yeah, you come back to my house and he's like, really? Oh, that'd be great, yeah, I'd love to, Like, come on, mate."
2: See <laughs> Um, I guess uh, the the jail scene with like the kind of showers and stuff like that. I just had a question mark over his shower shorts that he wore. It's a good question mark too. It's like yeah, I don't. It's you're in Japan.
0: We've, we've been there. We did the the baths off. I don't. I just didn't like. Why has he got shorts on? <laughs> I was I was gonna say that for later because when that scene with them sitting on those uh, little things in the shower that brought, brought back memories of um quite an embarrassing story that um yeah. <laughs> that we had so I, I didn't i'm all ears <laughs> I, I couldn't i didn't actually know how to use those stool things properly and um you know you you have to go wash yourself off before you go into those spas so yeah. sitting there with Simo and someone else and you know we, got, we didn't even have those towels to cover our bits so yeah and then but I, you're not supposed to have the towels. Well, they had in the movie. Yeah, they're the people that didn't sign off on movie. <laughs> anyway, so we're sitting. So you go to sit on this stool, and I've sort of just taken a big slip and gone full backwards, <laughs> nuts just up in us the house. <laughs> uh, so that was. So yeah, that that uh, scene in the shower. Sort of, I was like, oh, just bring back traumatic memories. That was funny. It was quite funny. But yeah, that was that was. Exactly what I thought of straight away.
2: When what, me like, falling over? Basically. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like, Jared Leto has these shower shorts. I don't know if he gets away with it. But um, I thought uh, the scene where he takes um, me home, so I'm like, it was just like so obvious and kind of played out. And he was like, you're beautiful. And I'm like, oh, do mm. you want to come inside? Yep. Yep. <laughs> it was just like a bit. Okay. So think. smooth. So yeah. smooth. Yeah. And then obviously the guys out the front kind of yeah. watching. That was nice. Um, yeah there's a baby in me i don't know is, there, is, is <laughs> that the, the, the nicest way to, <laughs> to, to say that i was just like it was just a bit um interesting bit cringe corner. but it was like there's a baby in me um, <laughs> uh, but yeah that was really i just like i just had you know he had, he has a temper and some of the scenes just became quite obvious and the way they just like ended, even that like they accelerated and ended so quickly with the violence and some of that I, I, I thought was quite good, but some yeah, of the, the way, way that Nick did it, it, was just a bit like, okay, we could have had more yeah. um, with that. And I don't know how you guys felt about the end with him just being able to walk into yeah. the family, mm. um, cut his throat and leave.
1: It was basically like... Yeah. But it was almost like that family realized that this guy had disrespected the other family. The other family. So he got his comeuppance and said, "Don't come back."
2: But did they realise that after he got his throat cut, and oh, we well, kind of let him do it, didn't he? Yeah, he was the one that, yeah,
1: set the whole thing up. He's like, "Look, I want to fight this bloke," and they're like, "All right,
0: off you go." Yeah, it was a bit weird. Ah, yeah. What uh, yeah. yeah. I've so a penguin walks in a bar and asks the bartender <laughs> if you've seen his brother. What does he look like? I thought that was kind of funny. I thought it was a little bit funny. Okay you got, you got to give him the punchline. What was the punchline? He's the guy... The other guy looks like a penguin. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Didn't like it. Um, <laughs> Do you reckon Jared Letter understood the translation?
1: Ooh. Potentially. Because yeah, he's like, like, hey, laugh. Everyone just laugh. Because yeah. yeah. I had down... Okay, so at the start,
2: I'm like... He doesn't speak Japanese, but he knows how to say guard, help. Mm. He cut himself. And then... Yeah. And then I'm like, it'd be weird if he just knew those phrases. Yeah.
1: But... <laughs> As we go, Guard and help, I can understand. It's in prison. You need to learn a couple of words. <laughs> he cut out. himself. That's like a, he says it every second day. <laughs> <No, yeah. laughs>
2: but uh, I reckon
0: potentially, yeah, he knew he knew it's, a lot more that's, Japanese. That's what I mean, mean yeah, yeah. yeah. There's the scene you spoke about where um, you know Nick goes back to Miyu's house when he wakes up in the morning and he's just sitting there yeah. watching it. Well, that's that's him, right? But so th- yeah, that was weird. But then yeah, you get this thunder starting to rumble. This rain starts pouring down when he's running through. The, it's like, I'm literally going, there. okay, there's going to be some sort of change. Like, this is the storms coming. And, you know, that was the next thing where it led to him having to go off and do no, the, the thing, thing by himself, yeah. which was, yeah, that annoyed me. I didn't really like the initiate, the initiation of Nick into the family when they mm-hmm. take him out to the bush or the forest and he, you know, they're all... He walks down the oh, hill yep, through all of yep, them yep. and they sip the... Yeah, that would be crap. It was just a bit... Yeah. yeah. um And... I didn't like the attack from Orochi on Miyu when he's like, you know, oh, no, no. i make yeah. you a whore. That was just not cool.
2: And I thought we were going to come back to that in mm. some way to make it worthwhile. He was just going to come in one day. Mm. And, yeah, so he like,
1: obviously saw himself in the mirror and was like, what have I become? So why would you show that if like, he still
0: turns out to be... So to, to, to me, that the mirror thing is something that they used a couple of times, or the reflection. They used, they used it at the start when um, he first goes to... Um, that new house or whatever he's got. There was just a few scenes where they've got the mirrors and it was sort of creating that weird... trip. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't like the reflection stuff. Cool. Uh, I didn't like him when he killed his soldier friend either. Yeah, yeah. I like Emile Hirsch. He's good. Mm. He's in a lot of good stuff. So I was
2: happy when I saw him, but yeah, he was... It was a bit nothing. I don't know. I, did, the way that they killed, like, um the boss leader at the end, like, it felt... in. A bit silly that they're coming, they're like, come to this, you know, meeting, yeah. no guns, um, we're going to talk, and then they just kind of put him into this, like, foxhole, yeah, and be able to them,
0: ambush yeah, them, yeah. like, it just felt a bit And just easy. the whole stabbing in the back, too, it was just like, uh, yeah. you know, it was just yeah. too metaphorical, like, we we know he stabbed the He did thing. well to hide that knife in his
1: sleeve, because I knew he would do it, so I was watching him so closely, I went, okay, nothing in his hands, nothing in his hands, and just like, yeah. Sorry, it's not a very visual. Uh, uh, like <laughs> our listeners loved it. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's the movie trying to say? What are some themes? Some ideas? Uh, well, you've got this background of war, and it's you've got the war between that's finished between Japan and the other, the rest of the world, as well as this war of families, I guess, or this war of of gangs. Um, and that leads into the family idea too Because mm. to, you've got these two distinct families That you sort of mentioned bit like this old school, new school Sort of different different methods Or different yeah. ways as times change And I guess the family idea for Nick Was that I don't know whether they were trying to make it But he's finally found a purpose And he was finally fitting in somewhere
1: I think there was a big play on loyalty, right? Mm. Um, and, and how far loyalty can take you but also how badly it can hurt you when you lose it. If you look at like the Orochi character, he lost his loyalty and look what happens. It's a yeah. massive war. He ends up dying. And then everyone else is kind of,
0: who's continuing
1: to be loyal, kind of ticks along quite nicely. So, yep.
0: and no, yeah. Another, it's another movie again, where you've got the USA in this place where they're not caring about <laughs> the people that are there. It's just common all the time.
2: Yeah, I like the tradition. I think we talked about that old school versus yeah. new school um, with the families and kind of where they're going and that, you know, that the the reference to family as more of, you know, a concept of, yeah. of where you put in. So there's many, you know, references. You're my brother, you know, you're you're my son. Um, and I guess, you know, this is how the accuser family is kind of built on. Yeah. Um, and once, you know, once you're a accuser, you know, this is what you are and you can't have, you know, the the relationships
0: you would have and everything like that but yeah i can imagine that um yeah, yeah. all right so what did we take away from this film mj what have, what are your thoughts well for a film that had so many gruesome deaths and savage
1: violence it was really slow <laughs> like, <laughs> if you if you've like pinpointed like the 10 most violent scenes in that film and showed someone they'd be like wow this film's like action-packed but it was so slow um I can almost see it being painted as this big Japanese gangster epic, um, which makes me think, did they just put the Nick character in it to make it more accessible to, like, a Western audience? I don't know. Because we, we were talking about at the start, like, is this Nick's movie or is this a yeah. movie about... And I think the way we've been talking has been a lot more about
0: the Yakuza stuff, the gangster stuff, so, you
1: know.
0: Yeah. yeah I'm, like, I've mentioned it before, to, yeah, it was just... Have a big focus on the the culture and what was going on in Japan rather than learning anything about Nick yeah that frustrated me yeah well they deliberately didn't
1: let us learn about Nick
2: <laughs> yeah I mean that was a bit like the more interesting for me was that you know this is Japan post-World War Two. um you know there's still the American kind of presence and some of the talk about how Japan's kind of going and moving on and you know the is you know such a big part of like the Osaka and, and Kobe and kind of the gangs there and i mean that's that's what i thought was interesting and got out of the movie rather than the story of of nick kind of coming through there wasn't too much to Mm -hmm. it i mean the action scenes were quite good it was quite graphic but you know these are the things
0: that kind of pulled you away from some of the other stuff and that was really it Yep. all right well this is the the time where we discuss if we got onto imdb to look up any one that we may have recognized Similar? Did you jump on? I
2: did, but not for any characters. It was it was it was the Japan kind of stuff. Yep. I wanted to just get a a little bit of a update myself on some of the things that happened just after World War Two and yep um, the tattoos and um I thought it was interesting and
1: I just wanted to get a bit background about that to to piece it together, but. There wasn't any real characters for me Cool MJ I looked up Kyoshi Because um, he's in the Thor movies He plays Hogan In all the Thor movies So oh. one of like Thor's buddies Cool Fights and stuff I yeah.
0: I looked up um Mr. Panetti He was the Dude who got his head smashed in By the typewriter Oh Rory Cochran Because <laughs> that's Rory Cochran And I remembered him from Something we watched recently On this podcast Yeah. He was in the most hated most woman of, in America. He was yeah. Gary in that film, yeah. So
1: he was my IMDb from that film. film. I think he was. I think he used to be in Empire Records,
0: something like that. Um, yeah. yeah so we'll add him to our list of. Our... I saw his
1: name pop up in the yeah. credits at the start, and he was like the sixth name or something. So when like I saw him, seconds. I was just like, because when he actually said, um, "Did you kill him?" He's like, "He'll live." I was like, "Oh, maybe he will okay. live because he's one of the more high <laughs> top cast, top <build laughs> <Yes>, characters." <laughs> so... Um, we never saw him again though. Yeah.
0: All right. We'll add him to our list of, our uh, multiple features yep. in our Flix Forum episodes. We should. We should. When we get to like a hundred episodes, when we've seen a
1: hundred movies, uh, we should do like a little summary of who's been in the most.
0: Sounds good. I like it. <laughs> yeah. So I was just
2: trying to, the only thing I wanted to do was work in you know, a 30 seconds the Mars joke, but... Right. It didn't really come up, but that was my. That's the thing I think of when of Jared, Jared yeah. Even some of, I think it might have been more China than Japan, but they shoot some of their, their, very big epic video clips and stuff like that. And I just couldn't get that out of my head. But yeah, there was that joke in Brooklyn Nine Nine that he was naked for ten seconds. And you're like, oh, that's a third of the way to Mars. And I try to. <laughs> I
0: not bad, not bad. Where, where are we? I do oh. remember that. Yeah. yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> We're at the time where if we have any questions that we wanted to ask each other I've, I've covered a lot of the stuff I wanted to know already like I, I just wanted to know his backstory what happened to him during the war yep. why is he not so eager to go home got no answer still so. had he end up in prison yeah, yeah. had he ended up in prison yeah. yeah anyone else oh
1: I, I can't I, we sort of have spoken about this as well but did, did Kyoshi feel constantly indebted to Nick for helping him in prison or did he see something in him that he liked and found useful
0: probably good, both yeah
1: I, I feel like it's more the latter later yeah. yeah but yeah because at the time I was also thinking like why is he still around I'm like no, nah, he likes him or there's something there's something more there
2: yeah that
1: was it the jail thing I'd
2: be very interested to no? know were, were the people trying to kill um, Kyoshi in jail the actual family that mm-hmm. they were feuding with when they went outside or True. was it completely unrelated um, I think you would assume that it would have been yeah. yeah and then some of the stuff about Emil Hirsch's character and his military background and stuff but I think you know, you're not really meant to have all the answers. for no. so.
1: That one, that character was in and out. I don't think you need to... I think they wanted you to think too much about him. I just... What was Kyoshi doing in jail? Did they tell us?
0: No. There's another one. We don't yeah. know.
1: Yeah. I just thought of that.
0: But you, you got to know him and his family, so it didn't really matter as much. Yeah. It wasn't and as as stark in your face, like, yeah. what's this guy? This and guy... Maybe, is
2: maybe it's those. because Kyoshi's maybe a known gang man at but he's like, you know, if I commit suicide or try to commit suicide I go to hospital and then I can get out Mm -hmm. and then my friends will come get you out couldn't they just come and have got if they could come to get get Nick Nick out out, couldn't they have come to get you out they could have just done
0: like a double suicide at the same time and then yelled out and both gone out at the same time I reckon Nick would have been happier with the way it worked out because he didn't have to commit suicide and still got out well not that it was just yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) so time to wrap this up we give our films a rating out of 5 and give it an average for a Flix Forum result MJ, you're going to tell us your thoughts on The Outsider.
1: Yes, uh, like I enjoyed patches of this film, but I also found it very slow and tedious at times. Um, gangster films aren't necessarily up my alley. Um, so with that in mind, I probably enjoyed it more than I thought I would, but still two stars.
0: Two. Awesome. Two out of five. Simo, what are your thoughts? Uh,
2: yeah, I thought there was enough redeeming in the, in the movie with some of the scenes that kind of engaged me to, to keep me going. This even though it was probably too long at two hours it didn't feel like as much of a slog as um the one we did yesterday with Mute. so um I, there was a lot lacking about Nick but I did find um Kyoshi and, and the family in Japan quite
0: quite good and I, I'd give it a, a, two, and a half. two and a half, very nice awesome well I my thoughts on this one I <coughs> it was too long it was too slow it was very much a reminder of mute yesterday like I mentioned before um thought maybe that this could have been like the third film and like in that trilogy that he was going to make and it's just gone backwards in time instead of futuristic or something (laughs) because it was was just, I don't know what was going on. It's just a character who didn't say much, didn't do much, didn't know much about him. Um, Didn't understand him. Didn't understand him, yeah. So I'm giving it a two out of five. So as a Flix Forum average, that gives us a average of 217
1: Happy with that? Yesterday you were unsure with you. I've others. got the recurring sixes okay. again, so, <laughs> that's, 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 so I'm just going to say 2.17, right? Surely gonna...
2: this has come up before the two I've been <laughs> on. So
1: when we it's when, us, yeah. when it's three of us, when it's three of us, it's Peter who does the yeah, yeah <laughs> the, the calculator. When it's the two of us, it's always a, a very easy. It's pretty easy to work yeah. out. Even I can work the math out. Yeah. It's not too hard. You, you only get, either get like point two five, point seven, or 0.5 or <laughs> a
0: whole number. Whole numbers. It's a lot, a lot easier to work out. Whole numbers as well. All right, so we're on social media. We're Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on um, Podbean. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on iTunes. Where wherever you can we're find on YouTube. YouTube. Darling. We're yeah, on we're YouTube. Everywhere. We are on YouTube. We are yeah. So find us if you can. Question: We're going to put something up there. So was Nick really an outsider? It's a good cool question. I like that one. Mm. Yeah, he was. He was. Yep, he was a catalyst for a lot of those issues because he was different. Mm. He was continually called like a white dog and mm. stuff like that. So yeah. yeah, he didn't like that. Didn't like it at all. No, no he didn't. Bang! Just flicked the switch <laughs> <laughs> and he got stabby real. Type quick. right into the <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Whew. We're nearly there. The twenty fourth day of Podmas tomorrow. Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve, and we have another film for you guys. And this one's probably a good one that you could sit down um, with the kids and watch. So that's technically the last day of Podmus. Is Christmas Eve. But because we're so dedicated, we're dedicated. gonna do one for Christmas Day. I we're think. gonna
1: record one and post it on Christmas Day because we're not gonna pretend that we're actually catching up Christmas Day to record. Yeah. So, but, we'll, but yeah, we'll put one out Christmas. We're Day. gonna put one out Christmas Day for just you guys. just as a present. And you know what? That's our present. I think it's a good one too, if if my memory serves me correctly.
0: Good. Well, we'll we'll get to tomorrow. <laughs> Family yeah, well, film? Yeah, what's, what's tomorrow? Tomorrow, actually, you can see this. Yeah, tomorrow yeah. is a 2018 family film called Benji, and it's oh, about yeah. a dog. Yeah, I know. I thought yeah, I was picturing them, them yeah. for photos, the dog. Yeah, it's uh, directed by Brandon Camp, and it stars Gabrielle Bateman and Darby Camp. So, that's what we're looking at tomorrow. What was the, do we see the same surname from director and cast? We sure did. Okay. Family affair. Family affair. It doesn't necessarily mean a good thing. I don't know <laughs> how I'm going to go with a dog film with my dogs at home. I've got to figure that out. I <laughs> might have to watch it in a different location. <laughs> I might have to move them to a different location. <laughs> Simo, thanks again for coming along. It's an absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me, mate. And oh, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow. And Christmas. It's nearly here. It's nearly here. We've done so well. <laughs> Good job, fellas. <pal. laughs>
1: Is there, there a period where you thought, and we'll do it tomorrow. We'll right, tomorrow? All right, right, we'll see you tomorrow. See, see you after tomorrow. Tomorrow.